This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure. Your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino of Full-Time Families and Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, will share advice, information, and encouragement to bring your road schooling efforts to new levels. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Road School Moms Live. I'm one of your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino, full-time RVing mom to four road school kiddos and co-founder of Full-Time Families, the resource for your family's answers to full-time RVing questions and so much more. Tonight and every Sunday night, I'm blessed to be joined by my lovely co-host. Hey, it's Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, also a full-time RVing mama to four road schoolers and the creator of RoadTripTeacher.com, your resource for destination-based curriculum and educational resources for traveling homeschooling families. Our crew also chronicles our travels over at Diary of a Road Mom, so we'd love to have you follow us there. Our Road School Moms team is coming to you live again from separate locations this week. That's going to change in a few weeks, but for now we have to live with it this way. And we are so happy to join you from wherever in the world you are. Um, if you are new to the Road School Moms show, we want to welcome you. We're happy that you're here. I want to just remind you of a few ways that you can stay connected with our community. Uh, during this show right now at this very minute, there's a chat that happens um, over at roadschoolmoms.com. It's a chat tango window. It's really easy to operate. We invite you to go over there and tell us where you're tuning in from. Um, it's a great place for you to ask questions while we're live on the air um, and connect with other Road School Moms while the show's going on. We also have a face group uh, face group. Facebook group. Oh, my goodness. We also have a Facebook group. Um, <laughs> Easy for you to say. And yeah, right? Uh, that Facebook group. <laughs> What's wrong with my mouth? It's not, it doesn't want to say Facebook. Facebook is just out of my, well, off my radar. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash road school moms. Um, that is a private group. You can, um, are added. They're very, uh, we, Kimberly and I both monitor that very often, and so you can ask to join that group, and we will uh, put you in there, and that's where you can join us for support and encouragement every day of the week. Um, for every Sunday night that we encourage you to upload your pictures from your road school week, I want to thank all of our moms that's already done that for this week. I'm kind of slow. I haven't got mine done yet, um, but we love, love, love to look at those road school pictures, and I love it that um, our road school moms, you know, sometimes Sunday is not the convenient day that maybe you have the internet to upload those, so I love it that our group um, has really started uploading their road school pictures um, all all days during the week, and that lets us uh, kind of review those from our road school mom show here on Sunday night. So thank you, thank you, thank you. How has your re- uh, week been, Kimberly? It's been great. I want to mention that one super savvy, brilliant road school mom, and because of how Facebook organizes things, I can't tell you who it was, but someone coined a term on those pictures calling it a peak at our week. And I just thought that was the, uh, the best thing ever. Isn't that so cute? So, uh, oh, I see that graphic popping up right that, now. Yeah, peak exactly. At our week. Give, at peak I love at our that. Week. So, uh, so yeah, I go ahead and it. go to our Facebook group, uh, facebook.com slash group slash Red School Moms, and show us a peak of your week. And I can see on our um, Facebook group here, I see the Jacobs. They had snow. Oh, my goodness. I was oh on the beach goodness. this week. I can't even believe snow. <laughs> uh, the Houston's are still in the D.C. area. You'll recall that two weeks ago they let, they met the president. That was quite an interesting peak at the week. 
Um, yes, it was. My road school uh, consisted of, like I mentioned, the beach with the Jane's crew, and then uh, we started uh, making Mother's Day cards. And this year, instead of the regular old Mother's Day cards, I decided to print out, you know, those adult coloring pages. They're pretty intricate. Mm-hmm. Well, I decided to print out uh, Mother's Day cards that were based on that, and so we we uh, we that's what we used to make our Mother's Day cards, and they came out really nice. I'm really proud of my kiddos because those designs are so intricate, and it did take a lot of concentration on their part, but they came out really pretty. Um, the homes are in California, Northern California to be specific, and they went and saw the Avenue of Giants, Redwoods National Park. And the coast, and they pricked fresh berries, and they learned about chickens, too. Hmm, wonderful. Um, Gretchen Christina, a brand-new listener, uh, showed us a peek of her week that included Big South Fork National River and Recreation Area at the Tennessee-Kentucky border. That's really cool. Uh, Bunny Arnold and Katie Graham, a veteran road school mom, shared their week, which included Fort Sumter for Civil War, Wall history, Civil War history for Moultrie, uh, and Revolutionary War history and World War II history. So um, I guess they're uh, looking at all the wars. <laughs> the Divergies mm-hmm. went hiking, fishing, mining, and more hiking. Um, those are some beautiful pictures that they shared. The James Gang, uh, as I mentioned, was at the beach with us, and they also went and checked out the Palm Beach County Zoo um and uh showed us some pictures of uh some of the wildlife that comes and hangs out at their campground and um making something called foursquare a game they taught us uh this past week so uh all very cool things also as i go through the group i see that melissa roberts st mary uh put in a um post about how chick-fil-a is having a special teacher appreciation day and you know um road school moms are teachers too and so it occurred to me that we needed an official teaching identification. So tomorrow I am dedicating to creating an app that will, on our website, uh, let you download your teacher, Road School Mom Teacher's ID. So you're going to want to look for that both at Road Trip Teacher and Full-Time Families. They're going to be in both places. Uh, and so that you can get that app. Because uh, let's talk about some of the places that give discounts to teachers. I know um, Michael's is definitely one of them. Whenever I go to Michael's, I say, well, do you have a discount for homeschool teachers? And they say, yeah, do you have an identification? And I say, well, it's 11 o'clock in the morning, and these are my kids. (laughs) They say, okay. (laughs) But it'd probably be better just to have this card, which I'll be creating tomorrow. So I'm really excited about that. How about you, Mary Beth? Do you know any of those places? Gosh, I was just thinking if I could remember. My brain is not working. I think, I mean, I I know Target. I've gotten... um, I can't remember if oh, that was I've got a list. in summer, but yes, I know Target's one. I know I've gotten it at Barnes & Noble. I know I've gotten it at Office Depot before and also Staples. That's and those right. are the ones that comes yeah. to my mind. So here we've got the Container Store. Well, that's, Ooh, yeah, that's my that's favorite. Dangerous. My favorites. That's dangerous for me, yeah. yeah. Office Depot, <laughs> like you mentioned, Office Max, FedEx, Office. Staples, Ben Franklin Crafts, Joanne Fabric, Michaels, Hobby Lobby, uh, Party City, uh, Blick Art Materials, Discount School Supply, AC Moore, Inkjet Willie, uh, Pets in the Classroom, I'm not quite sure what that is, Naked Binder, that sounds pretty interesting, and Make Great Light. So, oh, um, Barnes & Noble has an educator program, uh, Half yep. Price Books, 
uh, New York Times, National Geographic, The Loft, The Limited. These are now clothing, where you can go get some clothing. New York and Company, J. Crew, uh, Talbot's, Banana Republic, The Apple Store, Bose, Dell, uh, Sony, Pure Talk, Journey Education, Furniture Store, West Elm, Insurance, Farmers Insurance and Liberty Mutual, and then Hotels and Attractions also provide um, discounts as well as uh, National Park Service. Now, some of these that I've mentioned are specifically for uh, people employed as teachers, but I am going to copy and paste this to our Road School Moms uh, chat window so everyone can review it there. And um, we'll go through this list and, and uh, see what's appropriate for homeschool teachers uh, because I think there's a lot of discounts that we are not capitalizing on. You know, the other thing you can do, I don't know, uh, there's several software, you know, companies out there that will also, sometimes you can request a teacher's edition or a teacher's discount or even a student discount. I know when I bought, um, oh, something I bought from Adobe, I believe it was Acrobat Pro, um, and it, I didn't have to jump through a lot of hoops. I just had to send, I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't anything complicated or clearly I wouldn't have gotten it done, but, um, you know, I got the teacher's discount on that version of software. So that's another thing that, you know, if you're out there looking at software or any kind of programs or memberships online always mention that because a lot of times you know even if it's just 10 percent that's a nice little savings yeah absolutely it's it's it totally adds up and you know um what we do is hard so it's really nice to be appreciated um i appreciate the stores that appreciate us and i want to bring my business there so uh it'd be good to connect our community with those things and have this official id card for them i'm really excited about it mary beth yeah Um, i can't wait yeah, so we mentioned if you're new here that the chat is going on over there at roadschoolmoms.com, and like I said, I I posted that link that I was just looking at. Um, also, if you, you're new here, then uh, welcome, and I want to let you know that I think we're in, uh, is it week seven or eight of the Bible study? I've kind of lost track. <laughs> I think it might oh be goodness, the very I'm last week. I'm so sorry. Is it? It doesn't seem like it should be. I don't want it to end, but I think you might be right. I know. I know, I know, that that went so fast, it went crazy fast. Oh, yeah, so last week was week seven, so this is the, officially the last week of our Made for Community Road School Moms Bible Study. It's the first ever Bible study um, commissioned by Road School Moms. Dieta Goker uh, led that up with Shasta Grimes and Carrie Moon, and uh, we had 30 participating women, and it was a wonderful, refreshing um, opportunity to connect with each other through um, the word, and uh, we very much enjoyed it. And I, like I, Mary Beth said, I'm, I don't want it to end, but we are looking forward to hosting other story, uh, studies in the near future, so look for those. Also, we have a dedicated uh, prayer warriors group headed up by Sarah James and uh, filled in by uh, some wonderful women who commit themselves and their time to praying for your intentions. Uh, I know that they've been getting requests over there at rsmprayers at gmail.com. Again, that's rsm, the three first initials for Road School Moms, prayers, plural, at gmail.com. You can just send a request very easily through email, and uh, please know that those requests are completely confidential and uh, that your intentions will be prayed for uh, with all fervor and spirit. So um, those are two uh, resources that we have available to our community as well as a host of people to connect with in the group. 
Um, so it's a lot of good stuff going on here at Road School Moms. And like like we said, if you're new, welcome. We're really excited you're here with us. So, Mary Beth, what's your week look like this week? Oh, my goodness. Our week was so crazy busy, and I'm not even sure why. I look back, and I, I always love to look back. at. I, I've been so busy the last couple of weeks that um, I, don't, I haven't even taken a lot of pictures, which for me is kind of crazy. You know, I'm a crazy picture taker. But um, this week it was super hot where we were, so we were outside a lot. We spent a lot of time at the pool. We did go to the beach one day, um, but I didn't take a lot of pictures that day either because my phone was dead. Um we were excited. We got with another FTF family. As you know, Mary Jane Williams um, is pregnant, and she's getting ready to have a little baby boy in about another four to six weeks. And so um, her friends and family, we had a um, here where we're at a baby shower. So we got to do that on uh, preparing for that on Friday and yesterday. That was a lot of fun. Uh, what else did we do this week? Oh, my goodness. Oh, well, you know, I'll tell you, even though it's May the 1st and it's not officially summer, um, because I knew you and I were doing this show, my kiddos are all excited about kind of our summer road school. We've been talking about that. It kind of put our current road school on hold because we were all about uh, getting some of our our traditional summer road school plans done because we always do a, a few traditions that we do every summer, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. So we were busy putting our summer journals together and, um, you know, kind of getting some of our supplies um you know, uh, inventoried and seeing the things that we needed to replenish in our road school mom's bag. And, um, you know, our, our week was just kind of uh, on the fly, to be honest. Yeah, our week was um, a little bit of the same old, same old. But uh, my husband, as you may or may not know, has taken over the road schooling efforts, allowing me to work full-time on full-time families because it's really been taking off with all the events and all the um, things that we've been doing and all the resources we've been providing. So he's taken it over, and he's been doing a terrific job of being the road school dad. And as a result, this is the first year that we will be able to take the summer off officially. How fun. <laughs> and if you're reading between the lines, you know that we may or may not have taken other summers off, but this is <laughs> the one where we've really gotten all our curriculum done on time, and so we are ready to have a real summer with nothing hanging over our heads, and I'm really excited about it uh, because uh, I'll share later in the show what I want to do with the summer, but I, I'm really excited about having just eight, maybe even 12 weeks off where we are are putting the curriculum away and um, being left to our own devices. So Ooh, uh, we, mysterious. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? I'm so excited. Um, so... Uh, you know, interesting enough, we had a poll on Full-Time Families Facebook group um, where people started asking what curriculum works for you. And I was of particular interest in it because, as you know, you and I, Mary Beth, are going to be coming to you live from the convention floor at FPEA at the end of mm-hmm. this month. And so I wanted to make sure that I went and checked out all the booths of all the curriculums that were named uh, to see exactly what was incorporated in it because, you know, a homeschool curriculum for a road schooler has a little bit uh, special um, needs. Like it can't be a, a crazy amount of books. Like I, we can't handle, you know, I don't know, 100 pounds of books for child. That's just That would just put our camper over the weight limit immediately because that would be 400 pounds of books. That's like a baby elephant worth of books. <laughs> so, no, that can't work. 
Uh, and I don't want a million man- manipulatives because that only means more stuff to put away. And I don't want anything that requires um, individual boxes. And so I'm really curious about what works for other people. And, and I, this poll was really great. But one thing that it showed, did you get to see that poll, Mary Beth? Am I talking to myself? Hello? Hello? Hmm. I wonder if I lost Mary Beth. Let me check the... Nope, it says she's still there. Okay, well, in either event, um, she'll chime back in when she can. But in either event, the poll showed that um, the majority of people in the full-time families community, the vast majority, consider themselves unschoolers which I knew that we had a considerable amount of unschoolers in the community, but I had no idea that it would be mm, doing the thing. 30 to 1? Yeah, about 30 to 1 for everyone that chimed in here. Um, that's how many uh, home, uh, unschoolers we have. So uh, that it gives me a lot of pause for thought, and I'm uh, really hey, interested to see. Me? Hey, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just want to make sure you could hear me. Okay, go ahead. Right, just to catch you up to speed, I'm talking about the poll on full-time families where people listed what curriculum they're using, and the yes. overwhelming majority of people who answered the poll were unschooling. Did you see that? I know. I did see it. I was so happy when you posted that poll, and then I was even happier, to be honest. I was even happier when I seen it because I was like, oh, that makes me feel better. Because I'll just tell you that even though I can't say that I'm a, like, you know, we really haven't, we're not like diehard in schoolers. You know, I can't really just say that, you know, just make that blanket statement. But I find so much of what we do starts out with a direction, but then we really just follow an in-schooling plan. Um, we really just do, and I love it that there's all so many of us out there because I just think that it helps, you know, it just it just helps to collaborate on that sort of thing and to share your resources and, and things that have worked for you and that haven't worked for you, and I love it. I do love it, too, and I would really love to, out of this poll, create another poll that says, okay, unschoolers, tell me what your favorite enrichment item is in your RV. Like, um, I know that... Uh, specifically for unschoolers, it's really important to provide an enriching environment so that your children are challenged and can grow. And I, and I wholeheartedly believe that children are wired to learn. I get it completely. I personally don't have the confidence to be a full-blown unschooler, and really that's what it boils down to, my lack of confidence. Um, right. Not a lack, you know, it's just, I don't know, I just can't do it. Um, I've mentioned in the past so many times the struggles we have with Tonya in reading. And as you know, she's nine now, and we're still struggling with reading, and she's coming along. We've gotten her a tutor. She's really coming along, but she's, it's just not clicking for her. And I know it's a matter of clicking, but in the meantime, you know, like we'll be on the street somewhere or doing something, and, and uh, someone will say, hey, what's that sign say? And, and I just see her struggle, and it just breaks my heart. I know it's temporary. I get it. I know it's going to click. I get it. But in the interim, at this point, it's really hard. I'm in the hard part. 
And so uh, I just don't have the confidence to be a total unschooler. But, I, gosh, I really applaud those, applaud those people that do, and I'm really intrigued and I want to know more. So look for another poll coming soon on Full-Time Families and probably one on Road School Moms, too. If you're an unschooler, we want more information. In fact, the second show we ever did was with Diane Gardner about yes. unschooling your road schooler, and that was a fabulous show. Um, I'll link to that in the chat in a few minutes. Uh, because that gave us such great ideas. And I think that even that show gave me a little boost of confidence, but then I lost it. Right. Well, you know, I think that, um, like you said, it, it is a confidence issue for sure. And to be honest with you, I'll be completely blatantly honest. At the beginning, I can remember thinking, <laughs> I'm not telling anyone that I'm an unschooling mom or that we're unschoolers here. No unschoolers here. You know, I mean, I can remember at the time, you know, just thinking, I'm not even going to put that label on myself, you know what I mean? Um, but after, you know, kind of seeing how it works and what it's all about, it really, I mean, um, you know, you got to find what works for your family. Um, and, you know, it's labels are just labels, right? Um, it, uh, I, I don't know. It just, for, for us, it has really opened up doors. I guess would be the uh, the best way to put it, especially for my older ones who really, you know, kind of have a sense of where they're going and, and what they really want to do and what they really enjoy. And, um, you know, not to say that reading and writing and math and, you know, and science and all those, you know, core curriculum, I guess, if you will, you know, isn't important because I think it's very, very definitely important, um, at least for us in our rig. But, um, I, you know, the, the unschooling methods that we have kind of turned to has, has given my older ones especially the opportunity to, you know, use their imagination and use their enthusiasm and, um, you know, just kind of let them see where it goes. And, you know, the summer, we're, we're going to talk about this in a few minutes, but the summer is a great time to explore this exact uh, type of learning, um, the unschooling method, if you haven't really you know, if you really don't know a lot about it, listen to that podcast, that, like Kimberly said, that we've done with Diane Gardner. There's some other resources um, on Road School Moms um, here and there that we've talked about it, and we're going to talk about it a little bit more, um, I'm sure, over the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned. Absolutely. Well, tonight's show is about summer road school rules. And like Mary Beth just said, it's the perfect time to explore unschooling with your road schoolers because it's summer and the living is easy. So why not take that leap of faith and see if that's something that resonates well in your household and maybe Come fall, you'll uh, decide that you want to follow a more eclectic approach, maybe some workbooks, maybe some um, other online curriculums like Mary Beth and I use Time for Learning, um, or, and just a smattering of stuff. If you're feeling like you're stuck in a homeschool rut or a road school rut, uh, then the summer is the best time to break out of it. But if you came here tonight looking for a list of rules to make your summer road school awesome, then you've come to the wrong place. Our Road School Moms team wholeheartedly agrees that we generally steer clear of any in-stone cookie-cutter parameters that could inhibit or stifle our road schoolers' enthusiasm to learn something new every day. In this episode, we're going to dish about the ways they, we plan to keep their traveling homeschoolers on the learning adventure this summer. One of our favorite traditions – oh, this is you, Mary Beth. Go ahead. That's all right. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. Well, Mary Beth says – that one of her favorite summer traditions with the road trip teacher rig is her summer journals. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? 
I will. You know, I have to hand this to one of my uh, friends back when I lived in a house, back in our sticks and bricks, back in Indiana. Um, one of my good buddies, Stacy Mundy, she was a photographer. She's a great photographer. She's a crazy scrapbooker, stamper, really crafty. And every year since my kiddos were in kindergarten, we always made a summer journal. Um, we've done it differently, you know, for different years. It's something that totally we carried through when we started traveling. Um, but it, it's very simple. We just, uh, in the beginning, it was just a, you know, a journal that we took some paper. It, some of it was lined. Some of it was colored. Maybe it was blank, whatever. We bound it together. Gosh, one year we'd done it with these crazy ribbons and, and weaved the bind to it. You know, one year we used a binding machine. Um, the last couple of years, my kiddos used an actual binder, like a three-ring binder. This year, our summer journal is going to be an interactive notebook sort of a journal, which I keep talking about that every single Sunday. And the reason I do is because it's worked so well for us. We're completely realigning the, all the ways that we're going to, um, you know, go on our learning adventure this summer and coming up this fall with interactive notebooks. We have a whole series on video over on our YouTube channel with that. Um, so that is how we're doing our summer summer journals this year. Um, and as a matter of fact, that's what my kiddos were doing the last couple of days. They were all ready to get those summer journals together. Um, for for me, it's you know it's a great place. I I wrote um, I don't know a couple of months ago or I'm sorry a couple of years ago when we started traveling um, a summer leap list. That's uh, something else that my kiddos like to do at the beginning of the summer. Talk about what the things you want to you know you want to do for the summer, where you want to go, who you want to see, you know the things you want to do. Um, so for us, our summer journal always starts out with a summer leap list. Um, I love looking at those lists. Um, we like to, we've kind of made a game out of ours, so everybody likes to put their list together um, and not share it with anyone until we all get together and our summer journals are ready to go, and then we share those lists. And I always love to see the crossover of, um, you know, which kiddos want to do the same things or whatever. Um, but this journal is a great way to, um, to, to record other things, like um, maybe the daily weather or a weekly summer of what the weather's like in the destinations that you're at. Um, again, that summer leap list is a great thing to put at the beginning of your journal and then maybe, you know, summarize what you did get to do from that list when you get to the end of the summer and the end of the journal. You know, other things that uh, your road schoolers can use that summer journal for is a daily diary of thoughts and inspirations. Um, and it also can make a great photo scrapbook if you just want it to be really general and kind of artsy craftsy, you know, let them take a picture of themselves, whatever they're doing, you know, that, you know, every day or every week or every other day or whatever and let them journal a few lines about it. It just really makes a great memory for the summer. And it's an awesome way to keep your kiddos writing and reading, um, you know, and, and, and drawing and all that kind of thing over the summer. I love that. I want to clarify with you, Mary Beth, this summer journal, do you do one journal per kiddo or do you do um, one journal for your family? I, I have always traditionally done one per kid, per kiddo, um, mainly because my kids are also well, they're like me. They like to do it their own way, right? So Taylor likes hers, you know, very specific. She has very specific, you know, parameters of how she wants it done. And, you know, the boys are, of course, a lot less uh, stringent on that. And, you know, Tori's younger, so she likes to draw a lot. And she's real artsy, so she likes to use a lot of mediums, glitter, and things like that that would completely drive Taylor crazy. So I found, for us anyway, that we do a different journal for, you know, a journal for each kiddo. I love that. Very cool. Very cool. Well, you know, summer is uh, really the bulk of the time that a lot of our families travel, right? Um, 
Mary Beth and I are in Florida, and this is really late in the season, but this is uh, what's happened with us this year. So families are already traveling, but during the summer for sure, families are taking advantage of the warmer weather everywhere and have extensive travel plans. Well, you know, you can take advantage of the travel plans and delve into state history facts and information. And this project could be even more fun if you would be willing to hit different areas of the same state so you could see the differences. Again, by planning a notebook or a binder for this state study, it gives your road schooler a place to record state symbols, cut out the state song to play later if he is musically inclined, investigate the different areas in the way of topography, rivers and lakes and the different terrains across the area. If your summer travel plans will take you to a specific region of the U.S., these state study guides can be grouped together to represent that as well. This is a wonderful record of time spent that will be referred to time and time again. I love that because I specifically love the differences uh, within the same state, you know, I was just talking to someone today. Actually, I was talking to two families, both from Indiana, like you, Mary Beth, and one mm-hmm. was from uh, Central Indiana, and one was from South Bend. And uh, the one from South Bend said, "Well, you know, we have a lot of Michigan influence since we're right there on the Michigan border, um, and so uh, it's like a totally different world." And I thought of that, mm-hmm. and I thought, yeah, you know, South Florida versus the Panhandle versus even West Florida, those are totally different worlds, too. So just because our our country is carved up into states, the culture of our country is uh, actually much more um, local in flavor than the whole state borders. So um, I'd love that it's to be able to uh, record our observations from different areas of the state. Uh, as a more in-depth study and uh, kind of try to determine why those influences are the way they are. Obviously, other states have been um, developed by other um, ethnicity groups and, uh, you know, have uh, influence over that, and they have other raw materials that influence their industry. Um, Just so many things to discover as a traveler when you cross over from what I like to say a tourist which a great many of us start out with, and there's nothing wrong with tourists. And as we start our journey on the road, we really have no other foundation to go by. A lot of us have never been travelers before, but there is really a distinct difference between a tourist and a traveler. And um, I think that uh, teaching your kiddos to be well-traveled is uh, definitely something worthwhile. For sure. You know, um, if you um, are more interested in what our state studies look like, uh, my fourth grader actually started a notebook on Florida not long ago. Um, Again, I'm going to use that word. It's an interactive notebook. Um, But she has uh, five. I'm looking at it right now, and I'm going – we took videos of this today, um, and she's got some work that's already been done in this, so this is going to be included. If you're listening to us live tonight, you'll want to check out the post that accompanies this podcast later this week at Road School Moms. It will obviously be shared on full-time families and road trip teachers as well. Um, But there will be some specific examples of how we laid ours out. And not that yours has to look this way, but it will just give you some ideas of how you might want to lay out a a state study um, notebook. And if you're going to do a binder or whatever, that's fine too. But uh, she laid hers out in five different areas. She has uh, a table of contents to start, but then she has a section for symbols. um, And she's already put in the state seal. Of course, she's done all the normal, like the flower and the, you know, um, the there's a state bird, um, but she's also kind of taken it a step further and found, like, she was the one that 
uh, wrote down, took a clip of the state song. She put that in there. Um, you know, she looked up the state butterfly. She found the state pie, which she was so intrigued that that was key lime for Florida, which I thought was, you know, very common, but she thought that was very interesting. Um, she also has a place for special places for the state that she's visited or that she wants to visit. She has a uh, section for wildlife, plant life, and she also has a section for the skies, which I absolutely loved. That was her idea. Um, but you know, the sky is different, and if you've traveled across the country much um, in different areas, then you know that the skies, you know, around, um, you know, major metropolitan areas are so much different than if you're way out west in a remote area. The skies are so much different, and um, she found a place in her uh, state study guide to record what the skies look like and the different things that she got to see while she was there. So if you are interested in that, check out our YouTube channel over at Road Trip Teacher, and again, uh, there'll be links to that here on our Road School Moms pages as well. Um, you know, sometimes homeschool plans are so full of all the basics, you know, the reading and the writing and the math, and we, we focus so much on that that it's hard, at least for, uh, for me it is, to consistently fit in any extracurriculars, um, you know, as far as art or music or any of that sort of stuff. So for us, summer is always the perfect time to take advantage of these sorts of things. Now, you know that I've talked uh, before about squilts, um, so I'm just going to remind you that, that, you know, there are tons of ways that you can use mu music curriculum out there to study, you know, further. It allows your student to formally study, study the subject of music. Um, but again, one of our favorite ways to enjoy that come sort of curriculum is with super quiet learning time. Um, and that's from our friends over at squiltmusic.com. They're really easy lessons. There's not a lot of planning involved. And for us, we like to enjoy those around the breakfast table or if we're going to the park or if we know we might be, you know, a lot of times even if we're, you know, going on a hike or something, it's something that I can literally throw in, you know, my road trip teacher bag or my bag or somebody's backpack, just a few pages, um, you know, and, and it's something that I can download, you know, the music or whatever onto my, uh, phone or whatever before we leave and it's something that we can enjoy under the tree while we're having a picnic or really just anywhere you please. There's not a lot of planning to that. And really there's so many things out there on the internet that you can find that are freebies and that are, you know, different kinds of music studies and that's just a great time to enjoy that sort of thing. Um, you know, if you find that your road schooler enjoys a particular composer or particular genre of music, you know, then it, you know, kind of gives them that unschooling benefit, if you will, to kind of rabbit trail and a little learn a little bit more about that. So music is a, a great, great thing for you to explore this summer. I'm so glad you said that. And as I promised in the intro, I was going to reveal what we were going to dedicate our 8 to 12 weeks of the summer with. And as someone who has been musically challenged my whole life, I can't read music. I um, I can't play any music. I decided that I wanted to learn an instrument. And then, as always happens, because it's not just good enough for me to learn an instrument, everyone must learn an instrument. Oh, this so. is going to be great. <laughs> the trap band. I can see it now. <laughs> it's coming. Exactly. Yes, you know now we'll turn that into something and we'll be coming out with our new CD next fall and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know how this is going to go. That's right. That's but right. Uh, we were it. in church. Yeah, we were in church this morning, and Chris said to me, um, the pastor of our church has a drum box. Have you ever seen those, Mary Beth? They're crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it What a great <laughs> instrument, this drum box that you could sit on and have percussion. Yep. And so he, Chris says to me, I really want a drum box. And I go, that's perfect, because oh, no. we're going to be 
having a family band. So I want to learn guitar. We already have a ukulele in the house. And so I've been doing research. You know, my go-to is Google. And so I start mm-hmm. with a Google search, like a homeschooling music curriculum, affordable instruments for homeschoolers, affordable instruments for children. And I came up with um, music lessons for homeschoolers, all sorts of uh, great information. And one of the first things I came up with is how to make musical instruments for kids. So I... Uh, Google this um, thing, and very soon we'll be making chimes out of keys and coat hangers. Stay tuned. Um, So I'm looking forward to that. (laughs) And I'm really looking forward to seeing what's happening. And like I said, we're going to suspend all other curriculum and go whole hog into learning how to play musical instruments. And uh, in my mind's eye, I probably – my – Expectations are way out of whack. I can tell already. But in my mind's eye, I see us. That is shocking. That is shocking. (laughs) Your expectations are out of whack. That could be our, you know, that we, well, you know what I'm going to say. That's our slogan. That's our slogan. Oh, please, that should be on our logo instead of from wherever in the world you are. It should be our expectations are out of whack. That's a good one. Yeah, but I can see us right there at the campfire, me with my guitar, Chris with his drum box, Dominic with a flute or some kind of wind instrument. So, yeah, now, you, you know, know composing when, our when own original. Flashed, you know, I just that flashed in my mind, too, and I can also see Blaze's face and the faces he's making, just <laughs> FYI. That's all I'm going to say about that. This, oh. <laughs> That's awesome. No, really, I'm just I'm giving you a hard time. That's awesome. I think um, you know, music's a is a great outlet for many things, and um, you know, my kiddos have that. We have two right now: guitar and banjo in my house, and we've taken a couple. We've done a couple home, um, YouTube things, and that didn't work out really well. So I'm not sure how we're going to proceed with that. But we'll be watching you to see how your uh, your experiment works out, and we might follow suit. We may want to join your band. Yes. Well, bring your homemade maracas. That's all I can you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're funny. Oh well, if you're not playing music with the Traveling Travs this um, this summer, chances are that you will probably be uh, spending a good portion of it outside. Because no matter where in the world you are, summer and nature just go together. So this is the perfect season to spotlight a nature study compiling the nature journal ahead of time so that the details of the world around you, your road schoolers can be written down is an added bonus. Keeping a nature journal for three months so that what she sees and what she hears can be recorded will make her a better observer. As the leader of this trip with Mother Nature, drop in subtle reminders to look for little things and pay special attention to what you hear at night when all is quiet. And note that the weather from one place to another. Using a nature study to spotlight your summer road school is a great way to cultivate your learner's senses and enjoy every ounce of what the season is about. If that sounds like too big a deal for you, then what I really want to encourage you to do is um, look for the naturalist backpacks at 
the national parks you visit this year. The Naturalist Backpack is in addition to the Junior Ranger Program. So some of you might be familiar with the Junior Ranger Program, which is a great booklet that many national parks supply where it's question and answers, and it gives you an in-depth study of that national park and uh, the history behind it and the um, intriguing elements that uh, comprise it. And then the Naturalist Backpack is something that uh, only select parks offer and that's one of the best things we did last year in the national park and it was this ginormous green canvas army backpack it weighed a ton i had to carry it uh it, all i hear in my head when i'm thinking about this is clank 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 but in it was a plaster of paris and everything you need to make a mold an animal footprint mold, so um, it directs you to go out on the trail and find some footprints from animals and uh, pour in the plaster of Paris and make a mold. There was also a watercoloring set with watercolor pencils for you to sit down and um, do a watercolor of what it was you're witnessing, and a whole bunch of other wonderful, awesome tools. And, um, you know, Mary Beth uh, has these Explorer backpacks which are very similar. And if you added just a few art supplies to Mary Beth Explorer backpacks, which I'll let her explain in more detail, you could make your own naturalist backpack and have it with you and your kiddos wherever you were. So it wouldn't just be if you were at a national park that offers it. But really, if you do find yourself at a national park that offers the Explorer backpack, go for it. It was so much fun. It was one of the more relaxed nature activities that we um, had at the park, even though it seemed like a lot of work. We left with um, an elk footprint, you know, the plaster of Paris mold of an elk footprint and beautiful watercolors to hang up in our rig and um, notes that we take and leaf print pressings. It was, it was just a wonderful time. But tell us about the Explorer Backpack Mary Beth. You know, I love that. I love those. I love those projects that you did. I remember when you done that. We remember we shared it on the prior show. Um, over at our learning shop, our road trip teacher, we have our explorer backpacks. The backpacks are not very big. Um, that that's for a reason. I didn't want a backpack that could be shoved with a bunch of things that was too heavy for my road schoolers to carry. So it's small in nature. I think it's a 13-inch backpack, if I if I remember right. And it's just filled with some very simple items that come with it when you buy it. You will you'll get a pair of binoculars. You get a compass. Um, the compass actually doubles as a whistle if someone happens to get lost during a hike or um, somewhere along the way. There's a magnifying glass. There is a um, kind of a, a, a journal. Tweezers, yes. There's tweezers so you can hold things up. Um, there's also like a little journal of sorts that they can, you know, keep track of what they find or trace, you know, rub, rub or trace the leaves or they can draw what they've seen or write what they've seen or take notes or, you know, illustrate um, the things that they found. And there's specimen bags in there so if you have a collector in your house they can collect rocks or little pieces of things, you know, little acorns or nuts or whatever and, and keep that with it. And like Kimberly said, you know, um, it's a great uh, way to add extra things like art supplies, like you said the plaster of Paris or any of those things will easily fit in there. Um, what my kiddos, and you know, my kids still, we still have those in our rig. We, they go everywhere with us from right now 7 to almost 15. Every one of my kiddos still loves their Explorer backpack just because they have, um, you know, they've enjoyed being outside so much um, with those. And you know, Job 12 reminds us, Job uh, 12, 7 through 10, but ask the animals and they will teach you. 
or the birds in the sky, and they will tell you, or speak to the earth, and it will teach you, or let the fish in the sea inform you. Which of all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In his hand is the life of every creature and the breath of mankind. I love that. I love that verse. I love that. That's perfect. Yeah, it really is. You know, nature, there's several. I think there were, I found 101 verses in the Bible today about nature. I was so intrigued with that. It's really something that I had never really looked for before, so that was kind of fun. Now, it's no secret that art plus outside equals super summer fun. There are many, many ways to um, enjoy art. I'll tell you what uh, the Rose School 101 crew especially likes, those chalk pastel drawings that we've done before. One of our favorite uh, lessons are from a book called uh, that they have over at chalkpastels.com called American Landmarks. It's a really fun uh, tutorial that doesn't, you don't really have to have a lot of supplies. You can do it anywhere. And I honestly love to do them outside because it's messy. And so, you know, I don't like all that dust and everything around um, where you have to sweep it up after. So taking those outside is awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, because I'm on the scripture train here real quickly, I, I thought of this earlier while we were talking. You know, it's really simple. It's the very first one in the in the Word. But Genesis 1-1 reminds us, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, right? And so it's good to always remember that God is the ultimate artist. So um, if art is not something that you get to enjoy during your regular road school season, then take some time this summer and, you know, Maybe try a different medium every week. You know, do chalk pastels this week and watercolors next week and, you know, clay or models building or whatever the next week, whatever. You know, maybe ask your road schoolers what they'd like to try and just try some old favorites and try some new ones at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. That is good. I am so intrigued about your chalk pastels. I'm definitely going to be following that link and looking more into that. Um, have your kiddos shown an interest in a particular sport, activity, or, again, musical instrument, i.e., forming a family band? Uh, use YouTube <laughs> videos and plan a chunk of time to further their interests. If you travel, uh, if your summer travel plans are really flexible, research an instructor or a private tutor and block out a few weeks of lessons. This is something that will be a reward long after the instruction is over. And this is really what I um, advise you to do. Uh, you want to seek out an instructor that will teach you via the wonder of the Internet, specifically through Skype or FaceTime or any one-on-one face-to-face application that your um, devices support because that uh, would allow you the flexibility and the continuity. We Tonya's tutor, as I mentioned earlier in the broadcast, is actually local. In fact, she's like a mile down the block. But yet, Tonya does all her tutoring through FaceTime with her because I wanted the consistency of a tutor who was flexible so that when we pulled out, Tonya's tutoring wouldn't end. But I wanted also um, someone who was local so that the first one or two we could do at her house. And so um, whenever you're seeking um, someone to help out in any way, I strongly urge you to encourage them to utilize one of those face-to-face applications in their practices. Um, And just uh, this week, someone reached out to me and said, "Uh, my kiddo wants to really learn an instrument, oh, specifically a saxophone. Do you have any resources for online, an online saxophone instructor? 
And I personally didn't, but I was able to connect her to um, someone in the community who is a musician and uh, will have resources at their disposal. So I could see somewhere down the line a whole directory of providers that will provide um, a virtual or face-to-face uh, -face through the Internet over the web uh, instruction as part of our Road School community. But uh, if you also, if you offer that, we want to hear from you. You can email me at Kimberly at FullTimeFamilies.com or MaryBeth at Info at RoadTripTeacher.com. And if you uh, partake in that, we also want to hear from you um, and give us the reference uh, of who you are working with because those are great resources for us to uh, amass on everyone's behalf. That is super for sure. I know that's, uh, that's a question we get a lot. Now, no matter what the season or direction of your road school rig, we all know that reading is a super great way to keep your learners moving in the right educational direction. Um, for me, summer feels like freedom, so I think this is a great uh, way, you know, a great time of the year to let your readers really sample all kinds of materials. So um, if your kiddos haven't traditionally read magazines, this is a great time to maybe take them all to the, you know, you know, I don't know, the dollar store or wherever, Target, Walmart, whatever. And, you know, check out the magazines. Maybe let them look at something that they have never looked at before and, you know, look at something new. Um, downloading, um, you know, different articles like reading comprehension articles that are based on certain subjects. Um, a lot of times you can find really super short ones out there that's a, um, you know, a great way to let them just learn little tidbits of something. I know for me that's a great way for them to, again, rabbit trail on something that they would really like to learn about. Um, for us, last year we shared this over at Road School Moms. We shared last year a whole summer's worth of reading calendar pages, um, and I've updated those again for this year. So if you want to download the free uh, June, July, and August reading calendar pages over at our learning shop, just check those out over at roadtripteacher.com. You can just download those and go. Um, for us, we post those in a central location right on our refrigerator, and it gives you know everybody um, kind of a challenge for the day to read something specific from that uh, from that calendar. And you know, of course, in traditional golf style, we always have to make this a competition. So by the end of the month, we <laughs> see who in our household has filled out the whole month's worth of reading activities, and you know who hasn't done it. They always get reminded of it and all that kind of sort of thing. So keep your readers reading. Ah, beautiful, perfect. We um, like to utilize the readers' rings, and what that is is like a daisy chain of, um, um, oh my gosh, I just lost it. Oh gosh, what's that colored paper called, Mary Beth? Construction, <laughs> construction paper? paper. Yes, <laughs> construction paper. So what we do is make a whole bunch of construction paper um, strips ready to go. And as the kids read books, we write the title and author on the book and we create a, part, a link to the chain. And the idea is to get a chain that goes from one end of the RV to the other um, and uh, see how much reading we can get done in a particular time. So we'll be uh, looking for that. We've also used that same idea for Thanksgiving to create a thankfulness chain, uh, writing on the strips of paper things that we're thankful for and see how long a chain we can make. Um, so you could use that for just about anything. Um, you could use it for your travels, things that you want to see, things that you have seen, uh, any kind of uh, data that you want to accumulate and actually see what the physical footprint of that looks like. I suggest just, just some construction paper and a stapler, and you are good to go. Well, that sounds easy. Yeah, simple. That's 
that's what we like here because, as you know, when our expectations are out of whack, it's usually because we have set the bar too high. So, so lower it, get involved with some construction paper and some staples, and you are good to go. If your entire summer is up in the air, make your summer road school a mystery trip. Last year, the road school moms shared their top 10 summer destinations, and you can listen to that over at our um, host channel, the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Show, or on iTunes. You can use that as a guide to map out all the places your traveling tribe would love to see in the lush green season of summer and uh, how many you can mark off before the leaves fall this later this year. Speaking of mysteries, coming up in one of our uh, upcoming shows, I believe it's in June, we are going to be talking to Suzanne, the um, author and creator of Mail Order Mysteries. Did you happen to see an ad for this on your Facebook any time lately, Mary Beth? I didn't. Nope. It's all new to me. Well, I, as you know, up in here we are great mystery buffs. I come from a long line of Nancy Drew fanatics. And uh, anything mystery, intrigue, pirate treasure, anything like that, Goonies, is really up my alley. And I like to promote that with my children. So when I saw this mail order mystery situation, um, I'm looking up the URL for it, I knew I was hooked. And so this week I was able to talk to Suzanne, who is the creator of that, and we have signed on to do a mystery by mail um, this summer. So uh, I, I'm expecting our mystery to come this week sometime, and uh, you can, you know, tune in and uh, journey along with us to see how our mystery unfolds. This particular mystery, you can go and look at what I'm talking about at mailordermystery.com. It says, perplexing, perplexing puzzles, curious clues, twisting plots, Adventure and intrigue. No batteries required. Extraordinary stories for extraordinary kids. Check out, check the mailbox and expect the unexpected. Oh my gosh, that's got me all over it. I just can't, I'm just almost panting thinking about what's coming. And this particular one is a treasure hunt and it comes with letters customized to your kiddos and props and tools and artifacts. And normally, the mystery is um, comes in six different shipments, one shipment per week. But in the case of road schoolers, as I was talking to Suzanne, she has no problem sending all your mysteries in one shipment, and then you and then numbering the boxes for you, and then you parsing them out to your road schoolers in whatever time frame works well for you, so that you don't have to be any one particular place for six weeks or keep her updated with your moving address. So I think that's perfect. And she is actually going to be on the show on June 5th, Sunday night, June 5th, to talk about what inspired her to create this wonderful resource and uh, how the whole thing works. So I hope you'll tune in then. I'm really, really excited about that being part of my summer road school. You know, how has it been that we've been on this show for five seasons and we haven't even, we haven't seen that yet? As much as you love mysteries, I'm so super excited about seeing what all this has in store for us. Um, tell us, since you're talking about future episodes of uh, Road School Moms, do you want to tell us what we're doing next Sunday night on our super special Mother's Day here at Road School Moms? 
Absolutely. On May 8th, Mother's Day evening, we are exploring the curious case of adult mother-daughter relationships with Dr. Linda Mittel. She's the author of I Love My Mother But, not I Love My Mother's But. <laughs> I love my mother, <laughs> but. I mean, if you love your mother's butt, that's fine. That's right here or there. But <laughs> but the book is called I Love My Mother But. If you find your relationship with your mother to be puzzling, then we invite you to give yourself the gift of greater understanding and potentially a stronger relationship with your mother this Mother's Day. So I hope you'll join us then. On May 15th, we're doing college yay or nay, as in should you be um, aligning your road school curriculum so that your kiddos will definitely be going to college, or should you be leaving that a little more open-ended? Um, you know, there's obviously road school moms in both camps, and we were going to be exploring that with J40, my friend from Get Kids Ready for Life. If you've missed the other show we did with him, you're definitely going to want to tune in because he is just a wealth of information. You know, he's in South Florida with me, and when I got down here in January, it was my priority to go meet him in person, and he's just as wonderful as he is on the radio. Uh, he's got a great podcast in Get Your Kids Ready for Life that really helps you to understand what you need to do for your kiddos so that they are prepared for life, which is a question we all have as road school moms and specifically in our community because, you know, sometimes um, we're accused of not living, quote, unquote, in the real world or protecting our kiddos in a bubble or not preparing them for what it's going to be like on the outside. And, yeah, these are definitely things that I ponder when I think about uh, making sure that my kiddos are ready for life. Listening to Jay Forty and hearing his advice really gives me a lot of, of peace of mind. So if you haven't tuned in that, to his program or to the to program we did with him on Road School Moms, do that. Give yourself that gift. And then tune in on May 15th to listen to how we discuss uh, whether college is worth it or not. Uh, then... Um, let me think what else we have. I know for sure on the 29th, we will be uh, doing our FPEA episode. So you'll want to tune into that. And then on the 22nd, it is to be, oh, it is the middle school years. Maybe you can um, expound on that, Mary Beth. Well, you know, Felice Gerwitz uh, that runs, uh, actually is, uh, that's uh, who hosts so you own the uh, Ultimate Radio Show Network that um, our Road School Moms podcast is hosted on. She has a very super successful um, homeschool career. Gosh, I think she's been in the homeschool community close to 30 years. Um, so she has tons and tons of um, resources that have uh, she's modeled over the years. And she's going to join us on the 22nd and share some of her Vintage Moms uh, resources. Her podcast is a great one to listen to. If you haven't checked that out, you should. Um, and so she's coming on the air that night to share just some middle school resources that she has um, on her website over at Media Angels. It's uh, very accessible, and I think she's going to be giving away some freebies that night, so you won't want to miss it. Awesome. And then, like we said, FPEA is at the end of the month. If you are still in the state of Florida, we invite you to come meet us. Uh, we'll know better towards uh, in one or two weeks exactly what day we'll be there. It's either Saturday or Friday. 
And uh, we'll be broadcasting live from the convention floor and checking out all the convention, op uh, all the curriculum opportunities for road schoolers. If you have anything you want us particularly to take a look at at FPA, FPA, we'd be happy to do that. Just uh, send us an email to Kimberly at FullTimeFamilies.com or MaryBeth at Info at RoadTripTeacher.com with what curriculum you'd like us to check out, and we will definitely do that on your behalf. That's right. Now, I can't believe that we have spent the whole hour talking about summer. It just um, I don't like to wish my life away, but I really am looking forward to uh, the changes that we're going to make in our summer road school, and I'm super excited to see about your uh, musical adventure that you're going to take. Um, and our schedule for May sounds really full, so it'll be here before you know it. Is there anything else we need to talk about tonight? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, well, Road School Moms, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight on this show all about uh, Kimberly and I's summer road school rules, which, of course, you found out there are none. We hope you'll make yourself a priority and give yourself this one hour next Sunday and every Sunday night, same time, same place, right here on the Ultimate Radio Show Network to recharge, renew, and reconnect with the Road School Mom community. I am going to take a few minutes and mention if you're listening to us over at iTunes on a, um, on a replay, please remember to leave us a review. KT and I, of course, love five stars. If you want to leave us less than five, that's okay. Just please send us an email at those, uh, either one of those addresses that KT just mentioned and let us know how we can improve and better serve your road school mom's needs. Once you do leave a review, be sure to email me over at Road Trip Teacher and let me know that you've done that and I will be glad to send you a digital product of, uh, product of your choice from our learning shop absolutely free. Until then, may you be a blessing and a light for your family, your neighbors, and all the people you meet this week. May the eyes of your understanding be enlightened so that you may know the hope of God's calling, so that you may know the riches of his glory. <laughs> I'm sorry, I started to choke. Oh, my goodness. So that you may know the riches of, <laughs> of the glory of his inheritance, and so that you may know the exceeding greatness of his power towards you as you believe, according to the working of his mighty power. We hope you have an awe-inspiring, amazing week. KT and I hope you'll come back and join us again next week at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday night right here from wherever in the world you are. And uh, until then, safe travels and God bless. Okay, but I was wrong. <laughs> Oh my there goodness. was one important thing we <laughs> forgot to do, Mary Beth. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, we I didn't give away our freebies. Exactly, we didn't give away last week's freebie. Aww. So uh, I had actually drawn the the numbers earlier today and completely forgot about it. Out of sight, out of mind. Did that, checked it off, and forgot about it. So I want to congratulate Kate, Kat Hiley, and Kathy Lundgren. Both of our listeners who chimed in to last week's show and um, uh, gave us a nugget of information that they learned from our show on helping your kids deal with loss. As you know, last week we were joined by author Patrice Karst, who generously gave away two of her books, autographed copies. And so Kat Hiley and Kathy Lundgren, congratulations, you are our winners. Tune in in future weeks for other winning opportunities. And thank you for everyone who submitted your nuggets. That's awesome. Okay, well, that's a wrap, right? Until then, uh, until next week, we'll see you. Safe travels, and God bless everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth, your road school moms on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. 
Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.